Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fruit Snacks. And in today's episode, we're going to look at another divine attribute. This one is the doctrine of divine aseity. Now, this is a bit of a head scratcher, but the doctrine of God's aseity is essentially this idea that God is eternal. But more than just being eternal, it's also that he is self-sustaining and self-sufficient. In fact, the word aseity itself simply means that there is no origin or source outside of itself or oneself. And so the idea is that God has no source or origin outside of himself, that he is truly and completely independent and self-sustaining. Now, we see in passages in the Old Testament like Isaiah 44 and 45 that talk about God being before all things. And from these verses and other verses, we get this concept from Scripture that God has always existed and by implication that God couldn't not exist. The idea that any other thing could exist equal with God or somehow alongside God is just not one that we find in the Bible. So what does this mean then for what things were like before creation? And I'll just say first of all that that is language that we tend to use. We tend to ask what happened before God created, but to be technical about it, that's not a right way to frame the question. And the reason I say that is that if time itself came into existence at the moment of creation, then it doesn't make sense to use the word before in any chronological sense, because there was no before creation. Creation was the first moment in which time existed. Now, we can talk about before in a logical sense, And that's what philosophers and theologians tend to do. But we are so used to thinking of things in a chronological way because we find ourselves within time. That's just part and parcel of existing in the way that we do. It's very difficult for us to conceive of anything or anyone existing outside of time. And yet, that is what would be required of God to exist prior to creation. Notice I didn't say before, but prior to, logically prior to. So what this means is that gets us into this idea of whether or not God is timeless. Because as an eternal being, it doesn't just mean that God is really, really old. It means that God is altogether different in some pretty fundamental ways. One of those would be that he is timeless, that God exists changeless and outside of time, and he would have done so perpetually, forever, until the moment 
that God decided to create. And so some philosophers and theologians have said that prior to creation, God was timeless because prior to creation, no other thing existed except God. But upon the moment that God chose to create and anything else besides God came into existence, when time began, God entered into time and was no longer timeless. And so God is now eternal in, in a sense of he will never end and he has no beginning or end. Now, this doesn't mean that to say that God has always existed or is the, the origin of himself, it doesn't mean that we're saying that God doesn't have a cause or that God doesn't have an explanation for his existence. Arguments like the Kalam cosmological argument for instance, would usually qualify to say that when we're talking about things needing a cause for their existence, that we're talking about things that begin to exist. And God, by definition, never began to exist. But other arguments, like Leibniz's argument, uh, for instance, which we haven't covered yet on this podcast, would say simply that everything needs an explanation for its existence, if it exists. And God would be no exception. What we would say, though, as Christians, in God's case, is that instead of the explanation for God's existence being some other thing or person outside of himself, which is true for me and you and every created thing that we happen to find ourselves looking at right now, it was the, the cause of that thing's existence, or the explanation of it, rather, is something outside of itself. But in God's case, he simply is the explanation for his own existence. God is eternally self-caused. And there is nothing outside of himself that he depends on or that he needs. As I said at the beginning, this is a bit of a head-scratcher, but it's a very core doctrine to defining what we mean when we talk about who God is that God did not become God. He does not need anyone or anything. And God had everything within himself and his own person to continue and carry on his existence perfectly forever. And so what that means is that God's choice to create us did not arise from some lack or some need on his part but out of his great desire to share who he is with his creation. 